You are now listening. Okay, look, I'll put it like this. To the Game On Sports Podcast. Okay, you know what? With Jackie Ray and Timmy B. So what's the plan? What's the end? All right, all right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's your girl, J. Ray the Fanatic, and... Timmy B. I, oh, dang. Timmy came with some, like, happiness. <laughs> That's that, <laughs> like... day, y'all. Happy day. I thought it was hot yeah. and you was tired and I'm sweating out there. You don't sound hot and well, tired and sweaty to me. <laughs> well, um, as I, as you well know, or if anybody else knows about this uh, Mercury retrograde that's going on, you know, right, the, right. the shift in the universe is turning, you know, shifting. So I'm, I'm speaking positivity into my life and things okay. that's going on right now. So, you know, I'm. I'm just on that train of positivity. I'm, I'm you know, if you want to jump on it, come on, because it's all about positive vibes over here, man. No negativity. Like it's, right. it's really wearing me down. So, Timmy, tell yeah. everybody where they can find you. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at it's Timmy B, y'all. Hey, you can find me yeah. on all things social media at jraythefanatic or online at jraythefanatic.com. Right. Well, you're sounding good. You're sounding good. What? I know we got a lot yeah. to talk about, but. Uh, What's going on in the world of sports or just life in general that's that's got Timmy B on a on a high yeah. this week? Well, well, um, a lot of things that's been happening in the uh, education department mm-hmm. as far as you know, school is coming back up. You know, it's it's uh, you know, fall season is coming up. And so your son's about to be a senior, session. right? Yes, that's another thing too. My son took his senior pictures last week. Congratulations! And, you know, as, as I must say, thank you. He's looking real handsome yeah, and real spiffy, like his pops. <laughs> so you know, um, he's he's becoming a grown man, and I, I'm I'm actually you know excited to uh, see this happening right now for him, and you know for this next year, his senior yeah. year. Yeah. You know, it's nothing but uh, you know hard work and dedication to finish strong. That's it. Yeah. So- and also, um, yeah. The one thing I want to actually say too, the education department is um, is is really getting a plus from the Akron, I guess, school district mm-hmm, of Ohio, mm-hmm, or the mm-hmm. yeah, the school district of Ohio. Um, as you well know, of course, you know Jackie LeBron James opened up his, uh, for his school called the I Promise School. Yes, and um, it's for the uh, youth in Ohio, mm-hmm. and it's free, mm-hmm. and free of charge. Everything's free. Tuition is free. Uniforms free. You know, everything that uh, the lunch is free, everything that he's providing over there, we you know, for the kids of Ohio. And um, it's it's for the the kids, I think, third and fourth grade level. Yeah, and I it's believe. at it's at risk kids. And that's that's right. the important thing is like these are kids that may, right. you know, struggle academically. So that's you know, that's the mm-hmm. that's the big important thing. And and, um, you know, of course, you know. I'm glad Timmy brought this up because, you know, I didn't want to be the girl that's always bringing up the the greatness that is LeBron James. <laughs> but y'all yeah, already yeah. know. Y'all already know. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, the one thing that I, I definitely, you know, and I and I, I, I think LeBron is just an amazing individual. And I saw a friend of mine um, posted on Facebook the other day and he said, let's not forget that all of this that LeBron is doing he's doing with a high school education. And I think that even right. though we know that he came, he didn't go to college, he went straight from high school to the league. Um, I think we right. all as fans know that, but it's easy to forget when you look at somebody like LeBron, who three years ago gave $44 million of his own money to send kids to college. Right. And then the right. way he articulates in in interviews and the way he articulates social issues and, and when right. when. St- Stupid people are saying things like "shut up and dribble." His ability, because I, I have to say, I'm oh a, man, I'm a college-educated oh, person. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I am very articulate. I am an English minor. When right. it comes to right. social issues, especially issues that affect black people, LeBron definitely has me beat because now if I'm having a conversation with a with a black person, obviously there's that respect level there. I feel like, okay, right. we are on the same page. We're trying to, we might have different opinions, but we're trying to get to the same place. So I can remain calm. But when I'm, when I'm talking to white people who are just, in my opinion, very willfully ignorant, I don't have the ability. Yeah, like that. <laughs> the, the, the lady that told him to shut up and dribble. Right. Oh, I would have right, been, I would have right. been like Donald Trump on Twitter. All, all of that would have been out the door. Yeah. All of that with you, your English minor and all that would have been out the door. No, it would have been like, look here, you <laughs> low bit heifer. You know, right. it would have no. <laughs> I'm noise. So yeah. So, for LeBron to do what he's doing and like to answer back and respond with yes. the way that he is responding, like he's not even saying any words. He just responded by action. Actions. Like, okay, shut up and shut yep. up and dribble. Okay, watch this. Yeah. School on you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And even so, when he sits down and he and he says he's very he's very short and sweet with his responses. Mm-hmm. Um and I just like I said, hats off to him because I just don't know. I mean, if if I had said some things and somebody told me, you know, shut up and just talk about sports, which by the way, some of y'all have. Um, said hmm. that in some of our videos. I see you. Yeah, but, um, we be reading them comments. <laughs> we be reading them comments. But, yeah, we hear y'all. <laughs> and I have to tell myself, don't respond. Because I know who mm-hmm. I am as a person. And I know, it's because the first thing right. I do when I see a comment like that is I click on your little icon. And if you don't have a picture, I'm automatically assuming you're Caucasian. Oh, yeah. And then I'm incited. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so his ability oh, yeah. to just be like, okay, I'm going to show you how I'm going to shut up and dribble like that. That speaks mm-hmm. volumes on top of that. And I don't know. I'm just assuming that whatever model he put in place to set up this school, a lot of people are saying, yeah. okay, because I have the means, I can do it too. So I'm loving going right. on social media and seeing other athletes say, hey, we we can do this. You know, maybe not to right. the scale, maybe not because that school is beautiful. Huge. And it's a it's huge, huge school too. Like it's huge. Yeah, it's, it's very, huge. very nice. It's beautiful. Like he has his murals up there. Like yes. all of his I, I promise models and like his quotes and everything. And his and, shoes are lined you know, up. Man, and it's like it's a beautiful school. That's so inspirational. It is. So inspirational it for is. them kids. But but you and know one t- thing I wanted to say too, I just wanted to add it to this is that LeBron, um, no one I don't think anybody really knows his story because he was at risk at that same age, about mm-hmm. about in the third and fourth grade level. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was a, f- a foster parents who took him in, and some people who you know, tutored him, and you know, he didn't miss a class. Like he was in perfect attendance. Like mm-hmm. he, you know, he was really going to school and getting his education and learning because, you know, this is something that it was a, that was a challenge to him. So, mm-hmm. for him to have that uh, to have that approach towards this school because he took a part of what he was going through in his life, like that's. Like he already had the inside track of, of what he wanted to accomplish with the kid. Yeah. Something that we as black people need to really, really, really hone in on. We don't need to have LeBron level success, right? But if right. I'm working over here at wherever and there's a job opening and I know that I've got good standing and I have a friend who's struggling who doesn't have a job, I can help in that way. We all have right. things that we have. We just need to make sure that we have this mindset that we're going to reach back and help someone. And then, I, and then, like I said last week, gorilla glue it together, and we have yeah. to stick together at all costs. And I just think LeBron is just a living testament of what we can do Man. if we stick together right. and put our minds to it. You know what I mean? So 
Shouts out to yeah. shouts out to LeBron. I, I know I spent a more time on that than I probably should, but y'all know I love me some LeBron. Um, hey, it's, it's well worth it, man. It's for the kids. Yeah, it's, it's for the, the kids. kids. It's for the kids. And, uh, yeah. and uh, the fact that he said he's not, what I think is ultimately going to happen, he said he's not opposed to going back to Cleveland. I'm pretty sure what is going to happen is he'll go to Cleveland re and retire um, so they can retire his jersey as he should. And um, yeah, I, I just, think he should go back to yeah, Ohio yeah. and And I'm low key mad that they took down his mural, but I get it, you know. But he still he still brought life into that yeah. city that was yeah. not there before. I mean, come on, who was talking about the Cavs before LeBron got there? Let's just take a moment and think about that. Yeah, I would. I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. I would. Shouts out to him, but you know, yeah. so let's go. And I know Timmy's on this high, so I hate to go boom, boom, boom into the scandal. It's all right, but it's um, all right. But hey, it's something that just hit the news today, it did. so it's, it did. it's breaking. So it's, it's breaking news. It's just such that just happening, though. It, it does, and and I, and I kind of want to yeah. get into the reasons why I think it happened. Now, those of you who follow the show, you know that I'm very much mm -hmm. pro historically black colleges and i think that we should send all of our kids to black colleges that being said there are two schools that i am partial to because i love them and that is mm -hmm. roll tide you know i love alabama so i'm a roll tide and then I... the ohio state i just love it part of the reason why i think i loved it is because being a football fan for so long and you know how they do their little the, the players get up and say where they're from and every player oh, yeah. the way like, they say yeah, it they're like, like the okay. like you can't say I the, said it I've said it to people right. before like you went to Ohio State no I went to the, the Ohio State the, it's like oh okay right. you okay. have to say that word the the word the, the has to be you first have to for say anything that. else yes. <laughs> right you know this is one of my favorite schools especially um when it yeah. comes to football and, and just athletics in general um but These for, schools are just getting hit. They're getting hit. And the, first and foremost, let me say, this is not a Penn State scandal. It's not a Michigan scandal. Right. So it's not right. to that level. Uh, but it, nonetheless, we're in the middle of this Me Too movement. So it is a scandal. Hmm. Um, on July 24th, receivers coach and recruiting coordinator, and I think that's where he really earned his bread and butter for Ohio State, mm -hmm. is as the recruiting right. coordinator. Um, Zach Smith was fired. Um, once abuse allegations came to light, so against his ex-wife, Courtney Smith. So I just want to break down the timeline for you really quick because the original allegations came out in 2009, um, and those were when, that is when um, the head coach, Urban Meyer, yeah. he, that's when he was made aware of the situation and advised nine them. Nine years ago. Nine, nine years ago, and that's, and yeah, that's why okay, it's very right. important to point that <laughs> time, out. Yeah, this nine, time table. Nine years ago, right. and so he suggested counseling for the couple. Um, and then mm -hmm. in 2015, Courtney Smith, which is the ex-wife of Zach Smith, sent um, photos and text messages to Meyer's wife, Shelly, um, and basically right. let her know of about the... Um, the situation. So mm -hmm. in the text messages, um, Meyer's wife was very supportive. She did tell um, Courtney that she was going to have to tell her husband about the situation. But by Courtney's own admission, she, she never got confirmation that um, mm. Shelly actually did tell her husband. But the thing is, is like in the midst of hey. those text messages, okay, first of all, let me backtrack. She says that she told her parents about it. She told his parents about it. She sent her parents the same text messages with the photos ah. of the abuse. She sent his okay. parents the same text messages 
of the photos with the abuse. And both his parents and her parents told her not to call the police because if she called the police, Mm. he would lose his job. So that's a very important thing that you have to kind of put in there. The next thing is, is in her text messages with Shelly, she says, I should have left long ago. And now I'm in the process of leaving and he's pissed off because he's, he's tired of paying me off. So that statement mm, says something to that me. right there. You know what I mean? Because you know how I the feel about this situation. Like, oh, how many times you going to take a hit before, you know, this is 2018. Right. Yeah, 2018. Yeah. So, yeah. so here's the thing. And I don't want to, I don't want to be the girl that always is like, look, if you take money for a situation. Well, yeah, I do. I, I do want to be that girl. If you take in money. <laughs> to, if you take in money. To keep quiet about something that's bad happening to you, then that's your that's your payment. Yeah. You got paid. That's for, on you. That's yeah, on you. Like, you take that payment. Take the payment. Be happy and go on and about your life. Be, be you going know? about your business. My yeah, my second you're taking that you took that decision exactly. My second mm-hmm. thing is this. Well, before I get to my second thing, let me ask you this: How All much right. responsibility do you personally place on the head coach Urban for for? Because he did say he knew about the 2009 situation, but when asked if, if he knew about the 2015 right. situation, he said he didn't. Whether he knew or not, how much responsibility do you mm. place on him being the head coach of this organization to do something about this private domestic situation? The same type of situation that Joe Paterno was in Penn State. I'm just going to mm-hmm. use that as an example. Mm-hmm. Now, if anybody tells you something, and it's something that you know about, you are automatically an accessory if something happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you know, like somebody told you something that happened, so you know that this is going on, and you don't say anything. And I know a lot of people don't want to put, you know, the the business out there when they're in a certain type of personnel, which is, you know, wide receiver coach, you know, head coach, or, Mm -hmm. you know, athletic coordinator, or whatever the case may be. They want to keep their level of employment and their status of employment because they know if this hits the fan, they're going to get hit, too, because they didn't speak on it. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the responsibility for Urban Meyer to say something is going to be solely on his decision and what he wants to do. Now, Now, it hit the fan already. So now they're going to come down on him because he knew about it and didn't say anything. And the right. same thing with Joe Pa. Like Joe Pa knew about the thing that Sandusky was doing at Penn State. A lot of people knew about it and didn't say a word. So Joe But don't Pye, you think that, know, that, that Penn State situation is exponentially worse? Like you're talking about like just straight sexual predator kind right, of thing. Like right. that seems yeah, yeah, worse. Yeah, that's to me. pedophilia. Yeah. Pedophilia. I mean, I don't I mean I know I know society, you know, uh in this day and age wants to look at what's worse, but like, you know, bad is bad, period. You I know what I'm saying? You. you you beating on a woman, that's bad. You know, mm-hmm. you touching on a woman, I mean you, you touching on children, that's bad. So mm-hmm. I mean I know, you know, like the worst part would be the pedophilia, but as far as you know, domestic violence, you know how the NFL and you know, football, uh the sport takes that, like they they don't really, you know, they, they don't take too light, I mean, too heavy on that. They right. brush it under the rug. So it's like they have to have some type of level of ground to where it can be just as bad as something else as, you know, a drug case or something mm-hmm. else as a weapons charge. It's like it's just it all has to be falling in that, that category. Now, like I say, Urban Meyer needs to take accountability. 
Philly and just, you know, if, if it hits the fan, you know, he had to face the consequences. But I think, I think you're an accessory if you know something. So, yeah. So, so that means you agree with the... Mm -hmm. the right. The I agree with the suspension, disciplinary the discipline, act. Okay. Right, right. And I'm not saying I disagree with the dis disciplinary action. What I think what I'm right. saying is, it's like, I mean, in the Penn State... And in the Michigan situation, it was a no-brainer for me. Because it was like, yo, how you not say nothing about this? This is like widespread. Right. Yeah. This is nasty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, nasty. It's nasty. Yeah, nasty. <laughs> like, right. so that, that to me, is, is different. And, and, I, and I respect what you're saying because, you know, my mom would tell me the same thing. Wrong is wrong, right? Um, right. But I, I do, I do, and I and I don't want to make excuses because I do believe, you know, one of the things I preach is like we have to learn to take care of each other. We have to learn that we're only as strong as the weakest link among us, right? But right, I also, right. on the flip side, do understand because I've 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 talked to enough women in this situation, and and it's almost like a drug addict, right? Like you cannot make them. You can take them to rehab, and you can drop them off. But you can't make them but actually get the help right, until right. they want to get the help, you know? And so mm -hmm, if this woman mm -hmm. has decided to stay, her first hit came in her first trimester when, in 2009. She was pregnant when the first mm. abuse allegations came up. You done had more kids. <laughs> right then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then, like, right. you, done then, you done had all these kids. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, and, and, and so... There, there would be a side of me personally. I'm not putting this on Urban. I'm saying Jackie Ray. Mm -hmm. There would be a side of me okay. personally that would be like, look, lady, I told you in 2009 that you needed to do yeah. something, that you needed to talk to somebody, and you still ain't talked to nobody. Right. Don't send me these pictures. You know, I could just, yeah. see, I could just yeah. see me having that stand. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying, mm -hmm. like, how far do I have to go to try to help somebody who's making no effort to help themselves? Now, granted, in 2015, she was trying to get out. So... Maybe yeah. maybe well, that's we'll the difference. On that. But but that's still six years that you that you didn't. And so yeah. maybe so yeah. maybe yeah. now when <laughs> Because even the text messages that her that his wife was sending to her was like, Hey, just wanted to call and check on you. Are you okay? It wasn't like, girl, why are you still mm -hmm. there? Where come live with us? It wasn't like that. Which to right. me speaks to y'all have been here, done that with this woman. You know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I just and don't get me wrong. Again, I, I, I do agree with the disciplinary action um, because I think that we especially first of all, y'all get paid too much money um, and these kids don't make any money and they making all the money so y'all can get paid this money. So when you're over right. when you're over kids and you're getting paid ridiculous money and these kids are living in poverty, then, yes, you are at a higher level. Right. But at the, on the flip side, mm -hmm. do I see a McDonald's supervisor turning in one of his employees for domestic violence? Absolutely not. Because oh, no. why would I care? As long as you're coming into work, why would I care? Mm -hmm. So there is a difference. Mentality. That's their mentality. That's the mentality, right? So they, they turn a blind eye, deaf ears, yeah. as long as you're coming in, collecting your check and, not, and being on time. Right, right. And yeah. so I, I definitely get wanting to set a standard, especially for somebody who's over essentially children, you know what I mean? I, I, mm -hmm. I, I get a lot of them are, have reached adulthood because they've made it past 18, but that's, that's legal adulthood. That's not necessarily mental right. adulthood. So um, right. I definitely understand that you definitely want to hold these people to a certain level. I think I would just need to know mm -hmm. what kind of conversations Urban had with this woman 
and with Zach before I could really condemn him. Like if he tried to say, you guys need to leave, like you guys need to separate. Um, right. Courtney, if you want to come live with me, fine. Zach, if you want to come live with me, fine. But y'all can't live together. This is not healthy. If that, Mm-mm. if that not conversation was had, then he tried to help, right? So then, yeah, so, so yeah, that's something. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I would just need to know more information before I really just want to condemn this man because mm-hmm. you know I've seen it time and time again where women just stay because they're comfortable and it's the money. Yeah. And if that yeah. was her position, then I don't want to dog Urban for making sure that her man kept his job so he could keep her pay. Right. You know what I mean? So right. right. I mean, I get it. I do, but I'm just saying, ladies, take that first hit and get your stuff and get out. Get out, right? Just don't even don't even see the outcome of what's gonna happen. You know, if he stays or like if he keeps his position or if the person keeps their position, just don't even stay there. It's not. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Because in the end, this is what's gonna happen. Mm Mm-hmm. But so (laughs) tomorrow, the NFL is back. Uh, We have our Hall of Fame game tomorrow. Um, I have to say, I'm not as enthusiastic about the NFL as I have been in years past. And it's, I know, it's, I it's know. It's, a, it's, it's rough. It's rough, right? Being a fan of the Cowboys, you know, I'm, I'm staying with them, so it's rough. So you the battered woman now. You staying after uh, you keep getting hit. It's, <laughs> it's I know you could, you could say all the names you're going to say, but I, I love the sport of football, and hey. We still got love for everybody else out there too. You just know it ain't us. Uh, it's, it's not the fans. <laughs> I, I would I would say this. You know, Facebook. Um, as as many things that I don't like about Facebook, I do love. Oh, they're going in. I do. They are, but I do love the okay. memory thing um, because you yeah, know stuff pops too. up, and so. Uh-huh. Um, today, actually, I'm on my way to do this podcast. A memory popped up where I had posted. Okay. I believe it was 2014. I don't. I think it was 2014, where I had posted a quote mm-hmm. from Mark Cuban, and he had said that the ten, that the NFL was ten years away from imploding. Um, mm. And so when I saw that, and I started thinking about all the things, because if you're on social media, Twitter, Facebook, maybe not so much Instagram, but you know, uh, the NFL is under some the, the the highest level of scrutiny right now, and. Um, so when that memory popped up, I went back and I Googled, you know, Mark Cuban on the NFL. And ironically enough, he gave another interview um, the end of last season. And he said okay. something that I did not even know he said. And I was like, how did this quote, how did I miss mm. this? How did I miss yeah. it? For you guys don't, who don't know, Mark Cuban is a business man extraordinaire he's he's one of the favorite um oh man he's kind of sewer he is ex- yes and he's on shark tank he's one of my favorite hosts on he's the reason why i watch shark tank um but he also owns the dallas maverick but he did say this he right. said if you want to take a knee that's fine I'm, I'm not going to you know discount you taking a knee but he he said this he's like i would advise you not to take a knee because of the fact that trump has made it about military and disrespecting the flag when that's not what it's about. If you want to get your message out there, let's record a video message and play it on the monitors during the game so people can hear your exact message and then President Trump doesn't have the opportunity to control your narrative. Mm, Did you ever hear that quote? That's a good idea. Did you ever hear that quote? I never heard that quote. I never heard that quote. 
But that is a wonderful quote. Right. That's an amazing quote. Right. I I think that that would be that would raise raise a whole lot of people's ears and have them open up and listen, because that what perfect what better way to have that done into a football game where the speakers are loud. Right. Fans are there. You can hear every single person's voice and what they're saying. Right. That is a wonderful idea. It's a great idea. The NBA, I don't believe in my heart of hearts, is ever going to have the same problems that the NFL has because of the way the NBA promotes athletes using their platform for things that are important to them. So you don't, okay. you don't feel that slave driver mentality. It's, it's just not, it's right. not present it's in the NBA. It's a whole different type of, it, right. Yeah. Right. And so I did give some thought as to why that might be. Um, and I think it's because when you, when you look at the NFL, you're talking about 32 old white men. Who own and one mm. and, and one Arab, um, but who right. owns the Ravens? But you're talking about 32, 32 men, old men who care nothing mm. about black issues and have no reason to care about black issues. But then when you go to right. the NBA, you have minority owners, partial owners, flat out owners yep. who are black. So even if you have yep. two or three people sitting at a table who are black, all that. We gonna drive these slave mentality. You can't. You can't come to the table with that. You just can't do it. Right, right. You can't sit with that. You can't do it because no matter how much money us. I make, you say the wrong thing, you will trigger my blackness, and it's exactly. not. It's not worth it. And see, and I like that about the NBA. You know, mm-hmm. and the owners of the NBA aren't. They're they're like you know middle age, not really old to where they where they need like crutches or somewhere a cane. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're, these owners of the NBA are, you know, they they kind of hip to what's going on. Yeah. You know, that's a good thing about the NBA, the mm-hmm. way that their owners are. You know, they have a whole bunch of all these old white owners for the NFL. And for some reason, they seem to not want to even bring another minority into the NFL. It's like yeah. for ownership. Yeah. And they've yeah, all but right. said that. They've all but said, uh, yeah, no, y'all ain't going to own right. nothing up in here. <laughs> Stone, like, yeah, you know, like, so you know, you know, that they said it's like, man, it, it makes you just it really makes you think about do you really want to play for the NFL once you're mm-hmm. out of the uh college collegiate level? It makes mm-hmm. you think whether or not, and I and I believe Mark Cuban meant his statement, but I don't know if he meant it from a socially aware standpoint or a good business standpoint because he is a good mm-hmm. businessman, and this has always been my thing about the NFL. It is bad business to piss off the dominant race of your industry. That's bad business. Yes, that is. That's bad for business. So basically, yeah, it's like we're the entertainers. Yeah. We've been entertainers, you know, since the beginning of time. And you want to do this to your entertainers? Like pretty soon you may not have any. You may not. If it's something happens, if it's something happens, like that's the gesture that's going to have to happen. And then we're going to see how these owners act in when yeah. the entertainers don't want to work no more. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. let's let's get into this football. Because, you know, um, as it's, of... Th- it's, it's, it's coming up, though. It's, it's football It's coming season. up. You know, the yeah. the um, the Bears are going to be facing the Ravens tomorrow. And yeah. then, uh, yeah. and then you know, the preseason and will kick off. And then regular season kicks off on September 6th. But here's the right. thing. As of today, Des Bryant is still unemployed. Yeah, yeah, that hurts. This that bothers hurts me. 
that bothers me. This a lot bothers too. me. Here's here's the thing. Here's my personal problem with Des not being signed. I have mm. I have gone on record time and time again and said that Des is a lazy route runner. As much as he's a lazy route runner, let me give him a little bit of credit and be and say that the plays in Dallas are very lazy. Oh yeah, let let yeah, let's go back to that. First. Yeah, the ability and this is the thing that I wanted to address too for for that play calling ski uh, situation. The ability for Tony Romo to sit there at the line and call audibles out and mm-hmm. call different formations out, it made Linehan's offense like superb, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. excellent. Like the play calling looked excellent. Mm-hmm. Now, when you've seen De- uh, Dak Prescott come in the game, that Dez's routes weren't, you know, crisp. Certain things weren't, you know, weren't looking right. Like everybody was lined up in the same spot, you know, for 17 weeks, as Dad said. So is Dak's inability at the line to call audibles, you know, kind of limited Linehan's play calling and couldn't open up the playbook. So you got to kind of, you know, have the accountability for Linehan and the way that Romo has his ability to audible in and out of plays. Mm-hmm. That. That takes a toll too, and then you see that uh, that Des Bryant is the only receiver that was on the team that Tony Romo was like, you know, that he was cool with. Like mm-hmm. Des and Tony was was the was like a tandem, mm-hmm. and that's the only quarterback that Des Bryant seen was Romo. Right. So his uh, Dax Dax inability to you know uh, get chemistry and mesh with other quarterbacks. You can see that it's it's kind of tough, and you know it was shaky for him in that. So right. that could play a, a a huge role too. You know, Dez only knows only one quarterback. You so you've spent seven years in lazy play calling. You've only had success under one quarterback, and now you're not in training camp, and you have to mm. learn a whole new offensive scheme. So. This this is troubling to me. I just don't I don't think he's gonna have success his his first year wherever he goes. And the thing is, is he needs that that year because they're only gonna sign him to a one year contract wherever he goes. So he needs right. to be successful so he can get that money. The the way that Des Bryant uh, has been playing and the way that he's uh, that he's been producing or not producing, I guess you could say. It's it's set up for a one year type of deal because mm-hmm. Des is a veteran, you know, seven seven year veteran, and he wants to prove himself to a team. He doesn't right. want to get he doesn't want to be on a team long term, knowing that he's stuck there. Like he wants to show the team what he can do, and then you make your decision after the after the year is over, and then I'll get the bag, and then you can see what I'm capable of. Right. So. I understand that and I respect that decision from Des because that's why he turned down the, the Ravens and mm-hmm. the Vikings deal. Mm-hmm. They wanted to keep him for three years. Now, Des wants that one year. So the Browns look like they'll be the team to call him up uh, as of right now because of Josh Gordon. He, he took a leave of absence and it was uh, voluntarily uh, was a leave of absence from Josh Gordon. Mm-hmm. And the Browns granted him that. So Des Bryant looks like he'll, it looks like he'll be the next one up that the Browns will call. Well, I need them to call him now. Go get that playbook. Go home and cram like you're cramming mm-hmm. for an exam. And get out right. there and just wreck shop. Because, you know, and, and the Browns is, is the best place to do it. Don't nobody expect the Browns to do nothing. So if you go oh, out yeah. there and do something, 
It's going to be a thing. You'll get right. You'll get noticed for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, they have a whole different a whole different team. You know, wide receiving core is different. Mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry got added to the team. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, jo- Josh Gordon, like I said, took a leave of absence. But, you know, if he comes back, gets his mind right with the addition of Dez, if they sign him, mm-hmm. that could be a nice you know, uh, triple threat right there. Yeah, it could. So, you know, yeah. I, I, we went kind of long, but I just wish all the best all to, right. to Dez. I do want to say oh, yeah. one more thing. And mm. we can neither confirm nor deny this because there's no video. But Tristan. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. That was coming up. That's the. <laughs> oh, man. Tristan. Talk about it. I know Talk I have talked it. so much stuff about you. and But Talk if you actually punched. Especially if it was the one two that everybody says it was. Right. Ooh, boo boo, you are my two-piece with no biscuit. Oh my god. Give him a two-piece like the Popeyes with two-piece Tuesday. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm, Like them old folks say, baby. (laughs) You (laughs) you my new favorite, boo. If you if you busted Uh Draymond because every time he talks, Lord, it incites something in me. If this footage, I'm sure this footage is gonna come out soon. Everybody wants to see the footage like you know, I was like, man, Tristan Thompson, two-piece, Draymond, this and this. Everybody talking about it. Everybody want to see. Where's the video? Yeah, Where's that's the what I want to see. Can you give me the video? Can you just wait? Because <laughs> you know videos going to surface about a month or two after right, the, right, right. the alleged attack happened. Because that happens all the time. They right. wait for the video. They wait for the right time to just go, ha ha mm-hmm. on the video. They mm-hmm. might show the video during the season. They might, because that would you be never know. so might, antagonistic. You know, <laughs> right, right. You know how media could be. Mm-hmm. And just wait. Yes, like, hmm. yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just I'll waiting wait on, on that. that. And, and if you did do it, <laughs> I just right. want to say God bless you. And, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm thankful for you. So, Timmy, tell yeah. everybody where they can find you. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Timmy B, y'all. Leave me a comment. Leave me a mention. DM. Women only DM. And I will holler back, y'all. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. You can find me yeah. on all things social media at jraythefanatic or online at jraythefanatic.com. If you want to, y'all, if you guys need to find any type of listening platform, we on iTunes, we on Spotify, we on Pippa, we on SoundCloud. Like, just search everything jraythefanatic, y'all. You will find us, too. And we will be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week, y'all. Thank y'all for listening, (laughs) and we'll see you then.